Welcome to another episode of the Meathead on the Mic podcast. This is the number one podcast for anyone on this planet, country, or nation who wants to get in the best physical shape for their next vacation. I'll be giving you actionable value to help you with mindset, training, and nutrition to help you transform your life. Disclaimer, I'm going to tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. Not because I want to be mean, but because I generally respect you. Also, I'm a meathead. So if you tune in and decide to give me the time out of your life that you know you'll never get back, the very least I can do for you is keep it a stack. Expect to be educated, motivated, and inspired. And get ready to laugh over some light-hearted banter. Now that that's out the way, let's chat with IFBB Pro Matt Butale. Get ready, meatheads. Time to dive in. Yo, what's good, meatheads? Hope you're having an amazing day, and welcome to another episode of the Meathead on the Mic podcast. It's your returning champion, IFBB Pro, Matt Butale, coming at you with another topic. And today, I'll be speaking some facts to you. Some facts regarding potatoes, rice, pasta, bread, all those things. Those carbs. Those things are carbs, right? We're going to be breaking down some misconceptions. And I'm also going to be explaining to you how to properly consume them. Or at least what you should be doing with carbs. All right? And also, I'll give you a little tip at the end that will help you with a bloating. If you struggle with a bloating... Um, and you think that carbs are responsible for you bloating, I've got some news for you because today we'll be speaking some facts. But before we dive into this one today, uh, I want to remind you that if you are getting value from this podcast, if you ever, you know, really, you know, want to share these this information, all right, to a friend, you can either tag somebody in the live stream that you're watching this on, whether you're on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, or YouTube, or you can share this out as the podcast it will be recorded. All right, so let me know. If you're getting value, share it out to a friend. I appreciate that. All right. So if you're watching this on YouTube, hit the sub too. You know what time it is. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. All right. So bloating after eating potatoes. That's the title of today's podcast episode. All right. So if you get bloated every single time you eat potatoes, rice, bread, pasta, this is the episode for you. Okay. People think that, you know, carbs are bad for you. Carbs make you fat. Carbs make you bloat. Right absolutely fucking wrong. It's wrong, right? Aside from protein, in my opinion, carbs are like the most important macronutrient, in my opinion, like outside of protein, okay? Because protein builds the muscle, and the more muscle you have, the more fat you can burn just in a rested state, so it's bloated. Protein is the best, but carbs is essentially, in my opinion, all right, the most ma- the most important macronutrient that isn't protein, okay? And here's why I think that. Again, we know protein builds muscle, but we don't know, like what we don't know is that carbs give us the energy to build the muscle, like the energy to go to the gym to build muscle. Okay, and I'm going to explain, I'm going to give you guys and girls a little bit of an uh, analogy here. It's like a car. Think of a car, all right? In this case, the vehicle, the car is protein. Okay, so let's say we want to go from point A to point B. Point A, which is, you know, you're not in the gym or at least you're too tired to go to the gym, you don't have the energy to go to the gym and train, that's point A. And point B is having enough energy to go to the gym and train hard enough so that you can actually tear your muscle fibers and build muscle. Okay, so point A, being too tired to enter the gym or being too tired to go all out in the gym, and point B is being like able to go all out and you know build the physique that you want in the gym, all right? And energy is like the main thing that we're focusing on here, okay, because carbs are energy. All right, so you get into this car, this car is protein, takes you from point A to point B, because the more muscle you know, you're able to put on, the more, I guess, in a sense, skeletal tissue that you put on your body, 
you know, the more fat you can burn. But we're talking about energy here. Okay, so we hop inside this vehicle, we start the car, and we realize there's no gas. So you're eating enough protein, right? Like, which is one to 1.25 grams per pound of body weight. But you're not, you don't have the energy to train in the gym. What's going on? So you hop into the car, and it's like starting the car and realizing there's no gas. So you've got the vehicle, the protein, but you're in the vehicle, and the vehicle has no gas, has no energy. Okay, you can't do anything with the protein that you all right, so before we begin our journey from point A to point B, we make a pit stop at the gas station using our last mile worth of gas we have left. All right, so when we arrive at the gas station, we refill our tank with gas, as we do with vehicles, right? In this case, the protein, we've been consuming the protein so we can build the muscle, but we don't have the energy to train hard enough to build the muscle because we lack the carbs, okay? And in this case, the fuel, the gas, is carbohydrates. Okay, the fuel that you need to go from point A to point B, point A being tired or um, eating enough protein but not putting on muscle in the gym, to go from there to a point where you can go to the gym, build muscle because your you know protein's actually repairing something now because you're not you're actually training hard enough to tear the muscle fibers because you've got the energy that carbs give you to do that. Okay, so in this case, fuel is the carbohydrate. Now that we have enough gas, enough fuel. To travel from point A to point B, we can use the car to take us exactly to where we need to be, point B, right? So, but as soon as we get there, as soon as we get to point B, so as soon as your workout is done, as soon as we get to point B, we must keep our eyes on the fuel gauge to make sure we always remain topped up so we never get stranded and, you know, drive to, and we can essentially drive to any location we desire, essentially having energy throughout the rest of your day after the gym, Okay. So after you reach point B and you're finished training, you got enough fuel, you're able to crush it, you know, your body's able to put on enough muscle tissue, okay? Now you've got to make sure that you have enough energy, enough fuel, enough carbs for the rest of your day to do whatever you desire, whether it's work, whether it's whatever it is, okay? So again, the exact same thing happens with our bodies, with vehicles, with that analogy. And if that makes sense, just sit there and like understand that. It's the same thing. You can't get from point A to point B with your physique without, like, if you don't have carbs, just no, you're not moving anywhere. It's a vehicle without gas. You could be eating enough protein. You could be in a caloric uh, deficit, and you will be losing weight, right? But the thing is this. You won't be building muscle because you won't have the energy to go into the gym and train hard enough to actually put on tissue, muscle tissue, skeletal muscle tissue, right? So you'll need the energy that carbs provides, all right? We eat enough protein, but wonder why we're not pumped and we're always feeling tired in the gym. It's because of a lack of carbs, right? So eating enough protein isn't going to give you the energy to go and crush in the gym. It's just think of protein as like a building block, okay? The bricks themselves are the, like, that's the protein. But what allows you to put, you know, build the house, essentially, is the blueprint. Like, you know where to put the bricks, all right? So the bricks stack, the bricks stack, the bricks stack. Now you have a house, okay? But if you just have a whole bunch of bricks and you don't lay them anywhere, you're not going to have a house. The blueprint in that metaphor or that analogy would be the, the, the carbs, okay? Because carbs give you the energy. They give you, they give you the energy to, to make something of the protein that you're consuming, okay? Carbs don't make you fat. I just have to get that out of the way. I talked about it a little bit at the start of this episode. Carbs do not make you fat. 
that's something weirdos weirdos say to trick you into the their, their keto cult or whatever and it's not true and like essentially keto just works in a way where they replace carbs with fats and allow your body to use fats as the main energy source i mean your body still uses fats as an energy source but when you're using when you're in uh, a keto diet you're using ketos mainly as your energy source which honestly is not the best thing to do i don't recommend it i'm not a fan of it and none of my clients will ever do it they've never done it i've never done it so it's, it's crap don't do that shit all right like and it's also pretty much the same thing as like how vegans will say like you'll die of cancer tonight if you eat meat which is not true and we know that meat has so many other benefits you know uh, essential amino acids complete proteins things of that sort right so we're just going to throw that to the side misconceptions off on the side okay a balance of both high and low glycemic carbs, which I'm going to explain right now, actually. They're better known as like simple or complex carbs. I don't know if you've learned about that in school, but I'm going to be your teacher today. All right. So you got to get a mix of these two types of carbs that I'm going to be talking about in order to truly, let's say, maximize the benefit of, you know, what carbs can do for you. And we can jump into the science and talk about glycogen and things like that, right? Um, glycogen is essentially your, your carbs. Once you consume carbs, they can convert into two things, fats or glycogen. Okay. Your carbs will convert into fats if you have enough glycogen and you're not depleting it. So glycogen is actually more accurately the fuel that I was talking about earlier on when I was giving you the vehicle metaphor or analogy, whatever you want to call it. Glycogen is what allows you to get that pump. You know, when your skin starts to, you know, tighten up and your muscles starts to swell up glycogen you get glycogen from carbs but every 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 single time you finish your workout you deplete your glycogen stores assuming you train hard enough and when you deplete your glycogen stores we call that getting flat in the bodybuilding world okay and getting flat just means your muscles appear thinner you know there's less vascularity things like that because there's less you know carbohydrates sugar or we'll say glucose in the muscle or glycogen Okay, but the thing is, if you have too much glycogen, like say if you're not training at all, you don't deplete your glycogen stores and you still consume, decide to consume carbs, even if the carbs are not a ridiculous amount of carbs. If you did not de de we'll say deplete your glycogen storages, what you're going to find is uh, that carb is going to turn into fat because carbs just turn into energy and fat is an energy source. Glycogen is an energy source, but glycogen is the favorable energy source because that's what gives us the pump. And of course, who wants to put on fat? Everyone wants to put on muscle. Right. So we're going to be breaking that down. Okay, We know that carbs can turn into fat or glycogen. We want fat to turn into glycogen. So how do we do that? Or sorry, we want carbs to turn into glycogen. So how do we do that? We make sure that we train very hard so that our body actually uses and absorbs the carbs instead of storing it away as fat because it'll do that. It was, it's like if you're filling up the gas tank, just to go back to that analogy and the gas, the fuel is carbohydrates It's filling up, it's filling up, it's filling up. It reaches the cap. It's full. Anything that spills out of that hole, that is gas, that is fuel, is considered fat, right? It's excess. Your body is going to store that energy as fat. Does that make sense? So fill up your tank, use the gas, fill up the tank again, instead of overfilling it by not training. You have to deplete your glycogen stores so your body can actually utilize the carbs. All right? I know that makes sense. I'm not even going to ask you this time. All right, so let's talk about simple and complex carbs. Okay, simple carbs are essentially white. These are, <laughs> they get demonized. Simple carbs are, you all know what they are. You hate them. You think they make you fat. You think they bloat you and all this and that and all this crap. But this is what simple carbs are. Simple carbs are white rice, bread, white or yellow flushed potatoes. Okay, 
donuts, sweets, anything that's high in starch or processed sugars. Those are simple carbs. And although processed foods are pretty much, I won't say there's a such thing as a bad food, you don't really want to be con uh, continuously consuming you know, simple carbs. But there's a function for simple carbs, and I will actually explain to you what that function is and how I actually use it as a professional bodybuilder. Okay, so we, we just talked about simple carbs. Let's talk about complex carbs, and then we're going to dive into how to use them. So complex carbs, okay? These are the carbs that you probably don't even know are carbs. You probably think they're just fucking vegetables and alternatives and whole foods. You know, that's like where it goes in your brain when you hear what I'm about to say. So complex carbs, are, which are still carbohydrates, are whole grain bread, sweet potato as opposed to white and yellow flesh potato, oats, right? Beans, fruits, etc. Basically carbohydrates that are high in fiber. Okay, those are complex carbs. And the difference between a simple carb and a complex carb, they're still carbs, but it's the way that it sort of, I'll say, charges your body or fuels your tank that is a little bit different. Okay, so for high glycemic or simple carbs, it immediately spikes your blood sugar and gives you an immediate sugar high. Whereas low glycemic carbs, okay, complex carbs, maintain the insulin spike and energy level spike and allow you to stabilize your energy levels instead of spiking and crashing just as simple carbs do. So if you remember being a kid and drinking soda at a birthday party and you had like one, two, three cans and now you're high as fuck, running up and down, your heart's about to beat through chest, all this and that, right? And then about an hour and a half later, two hours later, you're stone cold Steve Austin, knocked the fuck out, just laying face down on the pavement. That's a sugar rush. And simple carbs are notorious for giving you that sugar rush. Okay. Is there a benefit to this? If you're doing this, honestly, you know, continuously, and you're not like training, then no, there's, there's nothing. For that. Like there's, there's no benefit there. But is there a benefit for this? If you want to build muscle, if you want to burn fat, absolutely. Let's think of pre-workout. Isn't that the same thing with caffeine? You get a spike of energy and then you crash. And in that spike of energy, that time where your energy is at its peak, you have the ability to train as hard as you possibly fucking can at the gym. And you can utilize not only pre-workout, but carbs to get that effect and also pump in glycogen as fast as possible. So that you, so it's, it's essentially like you're training if you've got a Tesla. You're flooring it while you're charging your battery or you're flooring it in the car while putting in gas so that gas level stays full, okay, as you're going all the way in and killing it and crushing it as you're redlining as you're speeding down the fucking freeway, right? But nothing's overspilling because you're actually using the glycogen. Does that make sense? So simple carbs are immediately going to spike your insulin levels, give you that, that rush, okay, and they're going to make your that hard workout a little bit easier to do. And afterwards, you're still going to feel like you're going to have a little bit more energy because of the amount of glycogen that has been restored, especially if you do it pre-workout, which is why, like for me, and I'm, this is a, little, a trick that I use, right before I train, I would have 100 grams of, 100 grams of carbs either through um, two Pop-Tarts and a, uh, sorry, yeah, two Pop-Tart pieces or whatever, so one package. And two Rice Krispies, which when you add them up, come up to just shy of or a little bit over 100 grams of carbs. And they're processed foods. They're Honestly, people look at that shit and say it's unhealthy. Honestly, when I buy that shit at the grocery store, and I'd be like, you know, my tank top, whatever, people are like, this guy's Jack. What the fuck is he eating kid snacks for? Right? Or cereal even would be good for it. Right? But they don't know. 
I'm manipulating these simple carbs, these processed sugars, to spike my insulin, spike my sugar levels, and also putting glycogen right before I hit the gym so I can go balls to the wall and push harder than I've ever pushed before and still maintain the, the glycogen levels and my energy levels, right? Just for that short burst, that workout, that little sugar high, okay? But what happens after that if you don't, you know, consume an adequate amount of carbs? What happens after that is your insulin levels will come down, your energy levels will come down, you'll feel sluggish, and it's just the end of a sugar high. Just as I mentioned earlier on with you being face down on the pavement as a kid after drinking eating candy, drinking soda and eating candy at a birthday party, right? So how do we mitigate that? How do we make sure we don't crash? Well, the answer is right there. It's actually, it's complex, but it's not complex. I'm just using it as a pun here. It's complex carbs, actually. I hope you guys got that one there. If y'all got it, laugh with me. If you didn't, then fuck off, whatever, it doesn't matter. All right, so complex carbs. You got to factor in complex carbs. So complex carbs, they don't give you that effect where as soon as you eat them, your insulin levels spike to the roof and your energy levels are through the roof and you're fucking like on this high. Complex carbs more so maintain your insulin levels and allow for your insulin levels not to drop, you know, significantly low so that you actually feel tired. So, for example, a, a good day would look like, you know, having low glycemics in the earlier part of the morning. OK, you can still have simple carbs like rice and stuff like that, um, you know, but low glycemics in the morning. Right before your workout, you're going to have your simple carbs, spike that insulin up, spike that sugar up, get that glycogen in there as you're getting pumped up. And then right after your workout, you can still have another simple carb to bounce back up on that insulin. But as the day ends, you know, have your oats again, have your uh, sweet potatoes again, and then make sure that your insulin levels are maintained, they're stable. Okay, so yes, it'll still be a spike with this with the insulin from the simple carbs, but it will not be a crash because you're factoring in complex carbs does that make sense does that make sense that's how you truly manipulate carbs that's what i do honestly i mix high and low glycemic carbs and i'm depending on what i'm doing or honestly most of the time most of the carbs that i consume are simple carbs high glycemic because it does require a lot of glycogen and energy for me to function at my weight with, my, with the amount of muscle that i have but i still do factor in low glycemic carbs a lot, and it's not even like I have simple carbs a lot more. It's only like 60-40 in favor of simple carbs. But I'll, again, focus in the complex carbs, low glycemic carbs, to make sure that my levels for insulin don't crash, and that I don't get tired, and that I don't lose energy, and that I maintain the amount of glycogen that is in my muscles so that I can continue to look and feel pumped even after the gym. Does that make sense? Again, guys and girls, it's important to have both. Don't demonize carbohydrates, all right? I eat simple carbs right before the gym so I can, you know, be full of energy immediately and utilize it almost like pre-workout or we'll say a sugar high, right? Because carbs are sugars, essentially, right? But I don't make sure, I make sure I don't crash because I eat complex carbs as well throughout my day to keep my insulin and energy levels balanced. Is that clear? And as promised, at the beginning of this episode, I did say I was going to give you a tip for if you're bloating, all right? It's not carbs' fault. Carbs are not the reason why, you know, you're bloating. That, that's, that's not the reason. The main reason why I would say that you're bloating is either a lack of hydration or if you're hydrating yourself, you're doing it in a weird way. And I'm not telling you that you're not drinking, that you're drinking water in the wrong way. But what I'm saying is this. There's a better way to drink water and, and hydrate yourself, especially if you've been like, you know, drinking three to four liters plus every day, which you should be doing. 
Okay, so this is the tip. If you're bloating around the time that you eat, simply make sure that you drink at least three liters of water or more every day. All right, just three liters or more. But the rule of thumb is this. Drink water 30 to 45 minutes before you eat so you don't bloat. Don't drink the water after. If you eat a couple of meals and you only had one liter of water prior to that and you want to get you know your last two or three liters even of water after that, Think of food like a sponge. It takes a lot more time for your body to put food down into your intestines than for water to go through your intestines. So drink your water first. It takes less time for that water to pass through. Then once your stomach is empty, not only will you actually have a, a more of an appetite and feel hungrier after the water is passed, but while the water is there, your appetite will be suppressed. So you won't get like cravings or anything like that. And then while the water passes through, once it's done, you know you hit your water for the day, or at least most of it. Start eating your meals, which is why I recommend drinking water like literally right after you brush your teeth. Like Start drinking water as early as possible so that you don't have that problem where you're, you have to catch up on your water intake after you eat a couple of meals because that will bloat you. It's not the, the, the fact that carbs are bloating you. It's that you've got food and water in your stomach, right? And the food is going to take a lot longer to process than the water but because your food is being processed. So is the water. It's going to be processed at that time. It's going to take a lot longer. For you to pass that bloating and get the food down and then let the water pass and then you got to pee and then all that good shit. Okay, so rule of thumb, drink water 30 to 45 minutes before you eat so you do not bloat. That's the tip. Got it? All right, that's it. That's all. If you like this episode, share it out with a friend. I hope I was able to deliver a valuable experience to you guys and girls today. Thank you so much for your precious time and attention. Do not forget to screenshot and share this podcast to your IG stories and my Instagram is at S-C-H-W-A-R-Z-E-N-X-G-G-A. Schwarzenegger, hit your boy up. Let's embrace your inner meathead together, all right? It's been nice chatting. Hope you like what today's topic was about. IFBB Pro, Matt Butale, signing out. Boom. Thank you so much for your precious time and attention. This is the number one podcast for anyone on this planet, country, or nation who wants to get in the best physical shape for their next vacation. Don't forget to implement at least one thing from this podcast. Remember... Information without implementation is just fucking noise. I provide actionable value for a reason. Take full advantage of it. If you laughed, cried, got any value, motivation, or inspiration from this podcast, share it out to one friend who you know will enjoy it too. Shameless plug, subscribe to my YouTube channel, Matt Butale, if you want to know this meathead on a more personal level. Heads up, it's not safe for work and it can get explicit. Viewer's discretion is advised. But I promise you will still laugh, learn, and get value. Also, if you want to lose 25 pounds and become a part of the Natural Nomad Academy and join the Meathead community, feel free to DM me and I'll see if you'll be a good fit. Let's embrace your inner Meathead. All right. It's been nice chatting. Hope you like what today's topic was about. Natural Nomad Academy head coach and natural IFBB pro Matt Butale signing out.